Shalom, shalom, Shabbat shalom, and happy Purim, and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldogs of Faith, living life in the spirit. It is so good to be with you. Uh, we haven't uh, been on air since uh, we did the uh, Crossing Point Zoom last week, and uh, what a crazy week it has been. Um, I haven't had a lot of sleep. I've been, uh, for those of you who've been up to date with the prayer requests and things that's gone on, uh, my mum is in hospital in Scotland, uh, having her heart assessed with uh, irregular heartbeats. So uh, she was rushed into hospital a few days back. Um, so she's doing great. That's excellent. Here in Israel, uh, Haley's father um, has uh, took a bad turn. We had to take him in uh, to the emergency, accident emergency, a couple of days ago. And uh, he's got a tumor of the brain, and we are praying for supernatural miracles and transformation. So I've been up uh, night after night and all day as well, just uh, trying to do all the things that have to be done and really being exhausted. Anyway, tonight I wasn't I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to broadcast because my uh, nose has just been going crazy. As some of you also know, I'm scheduled to have an operation because I have a broken nose at the back. And uh, they're going to go in and deal with, uh, you know, how I can't breathe through my nose. So anyway, they're going to fix that next month. Hallelujah. And maybe before that happens, we'll have a supernatural miracle and I won't require an operation. I'm definitely up for believing for that as well. So anyway, I've got uh, a bunch of tissues and stuff here just to to make sure if um, if my nose is pouring, we will get through this. So we'll go a little slower tonight, but I wanted to come on tonight and just, uh, you know, because we've got so much to give thanks for. Uh, it doesn't matter what we face, what we're going through. Our God is able. And we were talking last week about the importance of mercy. And I want us to talk on a few of those points tonight because it's definitely been an area of the word that I have been meditating on and just spending all my time in these past uh, this past week or, or more, actually. And uh, just really been encouraged with that. And, you know, also when I'm counseling people and, and working through things with people, uh, it, it's amazing how easy it is to get off focus to what the word of Yehovah says, what the truth is. And we get, we get lost in our, our problems. We get lost in the things that we are facing and the difficult challenges that are before us. And I want to ask you the question, in the midst of tough times and difficult places, are you able to hear Yehovah? Because if we move into fear and anxiety, if we move into that place where we become stressed and worried and, you know, what we're doing is we're taking control of our lives and saying, you know what, Yeshua, I know what your word says, or at least I think I do, but I'm going to do it my way. And we've got to learn in the midst of the challenges, in the midst of the things that we face, how do we trust in Yehovah? So it's been a challenging week, but through this week, let me tell you something, I have been blessed and encouraged. The Father has given me strength through all the things that I've had to uh, um, face, the challenges. You know, I believe we're going to see incredible miracles and just a mighty move of the Ruach HaKodesh, His Holy Spirit. And, you know, there's a reason why I called uh, tonight's message what I called it. <laughs> I've called it From Death to Life. Um, so, and I want to talk a little bit about that in a second. But before we do that, I just want to give a few shout-outs to those who are tuning in. Thanks for joining with us. We've got Lola. 
Good to see you, Lola. We've got Jeff. Uh, we've got B. Uh, we've got Betty. We've got Karen. Good to see you. And if you are tuning in right now, I just encourage you, just give us a shout out on um, uh, the message section so that we can see that, that you are joining with us. And uh, we'll give you a shout out here because, you know, what a blessing it is that we can gather together um, and, you know, be found in the presence of Yehovah, lifting up his name, proclaiming his promises. Come on, what are his promises? They are yes and amen. And we celebrate the victory in Messiah. <laughs> we are overcomers in Yeshua and we rejoice. Hallelujah. Your name and my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And tonight we're going to uh, just pray and we're just going to ask the Father just to get us through uh, this with my breathing and stuff. Let's, uh, you know, see see where we get to here. So we're probably not going to be as long tonight, but I believe that what we will share will be encouragement and provide hope. What are you facing? You ever face that place where you think, I cannot get through this next moment? Well, I want to remind you of where you have come from and what the Father is doing in your life. That's why we've called it from death to life. So, Father, we thank you for this day. We stand upon your promises. We proclaim the victory that we have in Yeshua. And we thank you, Father, that if you be for us, who can be against us? And we pray, Father, that the work you do in our life will have the seal of the Ruach HaKodesh, your Holy Spirit, upon every aspect of our life. That even when we face challenges, even when we face difficulty and, and unseen events happen, that you are able, that you are able to carry us through. So we commit this time to you. We rejoice, especially at this time of Purim, when what do we recognize at this time? Father, we recognize that you overturned the plans of the enemy and the curse that was sent without a cause was sent back on those who sent the curse. And we know, Father, that you will deal with evil. You will deal with those who plot to attack and uh, destroy the righteous. And just as you saved um, the, the Jews through Queen Esther, Father, you are able to bring transformation in our life. So we rejoice, Father, in the victory. We rejoice, Father, and the importance of what Esther said. He, she called a fast. She said to the people, stand in line before Yehovah. And Father, we want to be a people today who stand in line with you, but not just on our own, but as a community to see your kingdom come and your will done. So we rejoice, Father, and we thank you for this day in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah, what a blessing. Uh, here in Israel, uh, Purim is a little bit different than what we see in other countries for uh, uh, Torah groups and those who are, are, are walking in the feasts. You know, they want to dress up in biblical characters. But here in, in just uh, secular Israel, it's like a Halloween time for them here. So they dress up like, you know, demons and all sorts of crazy things and superpower heroes and all that different type of stuff. Everything that you'd see in other countries during the Halloween time, that's the type of costumes they are wearing here. So it's not really connected to how we see the story of Purim. Uh, um, you know, rolled out. But uh, anyway, that's what happens during the holiday time here these past uh, three days. So anyway, tonight we're, we're going to be talking about from death to life. 
And, you know, I want us to turn in, in the, the scriptures to Ephesians chapter 2. We're going to read, uh, you know, look, Ephesians is one of my favorite uh, books in the Bible because it confirms here that uh, Paul's message, the message of grace, the message where we see the mercy of Yehovah operating in its fullness. And, you know, we, we identify and understand that the message that Paul preached is exactly the same as the message that Yeshua taught. And there's no conflict. You know, some people have said, well, you know, you should take Paul out of your Bible. Um, you know, he's got a conflicting message, uh, you know, to Yeshua. And, and, you know, you hear all different types of things. But anyway, the bottom line is the book of Ephesians, when we clearly understand it and we see it within its context, um, from a Hebraic perspective, you understand that the message that Paul is teaching here is totally in line with Yeshua. But I love this chapter too, and it's it really is a blessing. And we're just going to read through it, uh, this, this first section, because it is so important. Uh, we're talking about from death to life, and I'm going to get to the reason why it's called this title tonight. In verse 1 of Ephesians chapter 2, it says, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the rulers of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of the sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts like the rest. We were by nature objects of wrath. But because of his great love for us, Elohim, who is rich in mercy, made us alive in Messiah, even when we were what? Dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. So we go back to verse 1. And what do we see here in verse 1? As for you. So just say that. That's me. That's talking about me. As for me, I was dead in my transgressions and sins in which I used to live when I followed the ways of this world. So when we were following the ways of the world, when we were separated from Yehovah, what were we? We were dead. We were dead. We were not alive. We were dead. And, and what I love about this portion of Scripture, you cannot save yourself. You know, if you've got a trouble, maybe you could work a trouble out. But if you're dead... You know, I've never seen a, a dead person coming up with solutions on how they're going to deal with their, their deadness, you know? From the place of death, we require a supernatural miracle. We need the hand of Elohim upon our lives. And just as we saw the hand of Elohim rescuing us from the place of death, hallelujah, you are born again of the Spirit. You are alive in Messiah. And if that's how we come into faith, how faithful can Yehovah be in your life and my life today? Do we truly believe in the supernatural deliverance of a mighty God? Do you believe that the Father can bring you through? If he can bring you through in salvation, if he can bring you through when you were still sinners, Messiah died for you. If he will pay the price when you have no part of the redemption, 
and the restoration that the Father has planned. You have done nothing that deserves life. You are walking in death because of sin. You're walking in the ways of this world. You've been supernaturally transformed to be born of the Spirit. That's why religion doesn't work. And it doesn't matter if it's Christian religion. It doesn't matter if people are are coming back to Hebraic religion or if it's Mercianic Judaism or Judaism religion or whatever types of religion you want to uh, take hold of. You might receive comfort from different forms of religious activities. But the reality is you need salvation. You need the supernatural encounter of the Spirit. And you might be watching right now and, you know, maybe you've not been truly born again of the Spirit. And how do we know that we are born again of the Spirit? Let me tell you something. What I'm about to say is the timing and the place where I can get myself in a lot of trouble. But the reality is this. We need to know the truth Because the knowing of the truth is what sets us free. How do we know that we are saved? Because we hear and know the voice of the Spirit. So if you said yes to Yeshua and you don't know the voice of the Spirit, you have not surrendered your life unto Yehovah and you need to do that. Maybe you just bought into religion and you're going through your walk listening to what other people are speaking into your life like you're on life support. You've got no ability to stand on your own two feet, to minister the gospel on your own two feet. We have got to cross over from death to life. We have got to make that crossing. We've got to come to that place where we recognize, are we truly born of the Spirit? And when we become born of the Spirit, what happens if we start to embrace the ways of the world because of the challenges in which we are facing? then what we are doing is we are choosing a way where the Father says, okay, you want to go that way? I'll just step back. You just do your thing. And many times we experience delay and loss because we're doing it our way. And we need to allow the Father to work within our lives. We've got to cross from death to life, not just in the born-again experience. If you want to live, you've got to die. You've got to die to self. As we see in another one of my favorite scriptures, and I'm going to read it tonight because, you know, I just, as I've been praying and and meditating on the Word, these are things that have just come alive to me that I just felt the Holy Spirit say, you know, this is what needs to be said tonight. You know, Romans chapter 12, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of Elohim's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, You know, but what is that therefore, therefore in chapter 12? It's not just, well, therefore, you know, because I've just said a couple of things. Paul has delivered 11 chapters in the book of Romans. And this is a a huge transition of, you know, from chapter 12 all the way to chapter 16. It's like a two-part portion of what we see in the book of Romans. So this therefore is powerful. It's so powerful. It incorporates the whole 11 chapters of uh, Romans before you get to chapter 12. But what is it there for? (laughs) In view of Elohim's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Elohim. It's your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform 
any longer to the patterns of this world. And this is what I want us to get. And you might say, you know what, Kenny, you're always coming back to this scripture. You're always coming back to this scripture. Okay. Well, why do I always have to be in the place of counsel and dealing with people who, who are trying to discover the will of Yehovah, the voice of Yehovah? If we will get this right, don't conform any longer to the patterns of this world. But be transformed with the renewing of your mind. You are born again of the Spirit, but you have got to feed your spirit. Just as a newborn baby has to be fed, has to be discipled, it has to be taught, has to be cared for, has to have the diapers changed, the nappies changed, as we say in the UK, and it's got to grow up. So in the Spirit... We have to receive from Yehovah. We've got to make a choice. The separation from the world to renew our minds, to uh, uh, present our bodies as a living sacrifice. I'm not going to live for myself any longer. And if we can get to that place where we are truly living for him, then we know in every area of our life we have done what? We have crossed from death to life. And uh, there's another scripture we're going to turn to in a minute, which I love, which explains you know, the the crossing over and, and that point, which is so powerful. But, you know, how much time could we save with the problems and the difficulties we face if we would just learn not to go the ways of the world, to actually seek the wisdom of the Spirit and how to handle the difficult challenges that are before us? And look, when we do it the, the way of the Father, it doesn't mean it doesn't involve things in the natural realm. But you need a word from heaven. You need the voice of the Spirit. And what does it say to those who renew their mind? Then you will be able to test and approve what Elohim's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Then you, I, will be able to test and approve. What his good, pleasing and perfect will is. Why? We are able to make our own decisions in the spirit. Because we are growing in the spirit. We're functioning in the spirit. We hear the voice of the spirit. We're following the leading of the spirit. We're not caught up in the entanglements of the world. So what's entangling you that's separating you from Yehovah? Hear the word of Yehovah. I'm prophesying. This is time to go from death to life. Some of you might be in the place where you feel like you need life support because, you know, things are failing in your spiritual walk and, and you just don't know how to get through. Why, why are you facing these abnormalities within your life? Why are you facing these challenges within your life? And yes, there's some things that take time for us to overcome. You can have the peace of Yehovah within your heart, the transforming power of Yehovah within your heart, but you still have to work your way through things. And the Father doesn't deliver us from the trials, from the temptations, from the difficult places. He doesn't deliver us from those things. Because he wants us to be complete, lacking nothing. He wants you and I to experience the supernatural transformation in the midst of difficulty. He wants you to witness the hand, the signature of Yehovah on the very things that you face. Is my God able, is your God able to carry you through? 
Are we going to be in a place of panic? Are we going to be in a place where we're stressed out, where we're trying to work things out in our strength? Then guess what? You're on your own. But if you will yield to the Spirit, watch the Spirit move, and you will see a mighty move of the Ruach HaKodesh. And I want to turn to the book of Micah, chapter 6. I'm always uh, in the book of Micah, you know, concerning uh, what time we are living in that we see in Micah chapter 4. But today I want to read in chapter 6. It says in verse 1, Listen to what Yehovah says. Stand up, plead your case before the mountains. Let the hills hear what you have to say. Hear, O mountain, Yehovah's accusation. Listen to, um, listen, you... um, Everlasting foundations of the earth, for Yahovah has a case against his people. He is lodging a charge against Israel. Wow, this is powerful. <laughs> Stand up and plead your case before the mountains, the hills, all creation. You will witness that Yahovah is speaking and he has a case against his people. What is going on with his people? Verse 3, My people, uh, Israel, what have I done? My people, what have I done to you? How have I burdened you? Answer me. I brought you up out of Egypt uh, and redeemed you from the land of slavery. I sent Moshe to lead you, also Aaron, also Miriam. My people, remember Uh, what Balak, king of Moab, uh, counseled, and what Balaam, son of Bor, answered. Remember your journey from where? From Shittim to Gilgal, that you may know the righteous acts of Yehovah. So what's he saying? Remember, I'm bringing charge against you. You're walking a different path. You're not, you're not yielding to me. You're not following me. Yet you are meant to be my people. I'm bringing this charge. Can you even go back and remember the crossing? You know, Shittim is the last place where they were before they crossed over uh, the Jordan to come into Gilgal at Jericho there. And that was the first point that they uh, stood where the, the 12 stones were put uh, as, a, as a memorial of the goodness of Yehovah, that his word will come to pass. The father says, I want to take you from the ways of the world and bring you into the ways of the kingdom. So are you going to cross over into the ways of the kingdom or are you going to be stuck in the ways of the world? Do you want to see the joy of what it truly means to walk in the victory of Yehovah, the transforming power of a mighty God. Verse, uh, uh, is it five? I I didn't bring my glasses tonight, so I'm I'm having kind of trouble trying to see here. But anyway, we'll get through this. Verse six, with what shall I come before Yehovah and bow down before the exalted Elohim? Shall I come before him with burnt offering, with calves a year old? Will Yehovah be pleased with a thousand, with thousands of rams, with ten thousand rivers of oil? Shall I offer my firstborn uh, for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sins of my soul? What are we seeing here? We're seeing 
We are so separated from you, God. Even though we're meant to be your people, why are we so separated from you? What must I do to be reunited back in your presence? Thousands of rams. Not just, here's a ram. Thousands of rams. I see that my sin factor is so big. I'm in the place of hopelessness. I'm in the place where I don't know how to move forward. I don't even know if it's even possible that my mind can comprehend the size, the scale of the sacrifice that would be required to pay the price for my transgression. For the sins of my soul. Even offering my children, my firstborn, whatever it takes. You know, what does it take to be right standing before Yehovah? I love what it says in verse 8. He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does Yehovah require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your Elohim. To act justly, to love mercy and to walk humbly with your Elohim, free of the key things that we want to stand upon to see the victory. So just as we saw in Ephesians chapter 2, what did we see? We have come from death to life. And if that happened in the place of salvation, you know, can the Father bring you through today? You might have fallen back into the place of religion. You might have witnessed the glory of coming through the Red Sea, the mikvah, the baptism. Hallelujah. I died to self and I rise to Messiah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. He is worthy. You might have gone through the wilderness, gone through the challenges. Have you crossed over? Have you managed to get rid of the ways of the world? You've come into the promised land. Now you're in the place where you feel like your sins are so big. There is no offering. There is no sacrifice. He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does Yehovah require of you? What does he require of you? You want to see the victory in the place that you stand today? What does he require of you? In the book of... Hosea, uh, just try to think what verse it is in the book of Hosea. It'll come to me in a second. I think it's chapter uh, verse 6, is it, thereabouts? It says in Hosea chapter 6, verse 6, For I desire mercy, not sacrifice, an acknowledgement of Elohim, rather than a burnt offering. You can't hide behind the acts of your religious activity. You can't hide behind these things and think that God will say, this is pleasing to me, this is okay, this is exactly what I want. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. And in Micah chapter 6, just like Hosea chapter 6, what does it say? What does Elohim require of you? To act justly and to love mercy. And to walk humbly before your Elohim. I want to speak a word of freedom, of deliverance. I want to speak a word of death to life. Not just in the place of salvation. But if you've got to that place where you think that you have been 
saved, born again of the Spirit, but now you feel like your sins are in such a level that now God cannot love you. He cannot walk with you. He cannot bring you through what you are facing. And hear the word of Yehovah. His grace is here for you. His mercy is here for you. That's what I love about the Ark of the Covenant. On top of the Ark of the Covenant containing the commands of Yehovah, what do we have? The mercy seat. Everything is about grace and mercy. The importance of <laughs> the key things that bring transformation. Grace. You don't deserve. You don't deserve it. You, you know, it's a free gift that has come to you. And, you know, we want to stand upon the promises of Yehovah. And we recognize his mercy. Why? Because you should be judged. You should be um, pay the price for what you have done. Yet the Father says, if you are one who will show mercy, I will show mercy to you. If you are one who walks in forgiveness, I will forgive you. Are you in the place where you're not forgiving yourself? Are you in the place where you won't let go of resentfulness against another? It says in the word that we will be known by the love we have for one another. But yet that is not what we see in the nations of the world today. What's the response from the world? They don't see the love that we have for one another. Many in the 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 nations watch Christians and believers and they believe and they see them as judgmental. They don't see them as caring and compassionate. Standing upon the promises of Yehovah to bring the victory of Yehovah to this generation. I want to encourage you, even in the midst through all the stuff I'm going through, uh, trying to breathe and everything tonight, but you know what? I want to get this word out because this could be a lifeline to someone tonight. This could be a lifeline. How big is your sin? How difficult are the things that you face that you think, I can't get through this. You're already thinking about thousands of rams. Thousands of rams just to, if I could get through. There's nothing I can do to to receive the forgiveness and deliverance of Yehovah other than surrendering to him. God is able. So if you came from death to life in the beginning, the Father says, I'll bring you through no matter what you face. What I love about walking in the Spirit and walking in the faith of a mighty God is that here we have a God who is so passionate about mankind. And yet, what is man? What is man that he should consider them out of all creation? Why is the Father so taken up with the importance of embracing man when man fails time and time again? Why does he want this relationship with us? Why does he want to bring us to this place that we walk with him when we have so many failings and so much brokenness? I want to encourage you. Surrender to him. Come to that place where we recognize, God, you are able. I need you. I need you. You are able. Carry me through from this place. Bring transformation to my life. 
If you think your sin is so much, you've even had Christians and other believers coming against you. Oh, your sin's so bad. You know, God can't love you. I'm going to strike you off, hand you over to Satan for the things you've done. That's not how we're called to operate. We're called to operate in mercy. So, are we going to go from death to life? In every aspect of our life? Because sometimes people just hide under a rock and they don't want to share the pain and the things that they're going through within their life. But until you get these things in the open before Yahovah, how can you receive the healing that God wants to give you? I'm speaking life to the areas in your life that you feel are even so big that you feel that God can't forgive you. That you can't even forgive yourself. I'm encouraging you. Humble yourself before Yehovah. He will lift you up. He will bring you through. So let's stand upon the promises of Yehovah. That's all I want to share tonight. I just want to bring this quick word. Even though I wasn't even going to broadcast tonight. I wasn't going to share tonight. Because I just cannot get my breathing uh, to function properly. With uh, everything that's going on with uh, my nose and you know father i pray for a supernatural miracle father i pray that my sinus and all my nose and the broken part will be restored and when the surgeon goes in to look he'll be like why do we have to operate it's supernatural healing i proclaim healing over my life what are you facing are you in a place of sickness i see we've got clint with us tonight hi clint blessings to you every day pressing in for sharon for supernatural healing transformation we're standing for the victory for your mum. we pray for murray right now uh, in the uh, the ward right now father with this brain tumor that that brain tumor will shrivel up and die and when he has the mri it won't even be seen upon the 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 plates because you will bring supernatural healing i speak healing over my mom as well that her heart will function right what are you going through do you need healing just lay your hands on the part of your body where you're sick we just release the healing power of yahovah father we know that you are able we know that you will bring us through and if you're experiencing death because of your sin because of your entanglement with the world then i speak life i speak life over you right now that there is a redeemer his name is yeshua and if you will come to him like you came to him for salvation and you cross from death to life i proclaim that today yehovah is setting you free god is setting you free do you have needs? Are you out of control? You don't know how to get through the next day. Trust God. He is able. He will carry you through. So, Father, I thank you for this time together. I thank you, Father, for bringing us together to stand upon your promises, that your word is faithful. We release your word out right now. We ask, Father, you bring transformation to people's lives. You bring salvation, you bring deliverance, you bring healing in Yeshua's name. 
Well, I want to thank you for watching. Thank you for uh, uh, standing with me as we go through all of this. And with us not being broadcast, the goal is to have the Zoom call tomorrow at 9.30 Israel time. If you're on the email list, you will get the email. I'll just send you... Um, let me just get the link one second. If you're tuning in for the first time and you don't get our news updates, uh, then this is how you can tune in to uh, the Zoom call where we fellowship together, we intercede and we pray together and we just uh, encourage each other. So I just encourage you, get onto uh, the the newsletter and make sure you confirm and you get that confirmation email and you will be given the details for uh, tomorrow's Zoom call. We have this Zoom call every single week. Also, you can join uh, Crossing Point Global Community for intercessory prayer. That is right here at that link. Uh, I just posted that for those who are on social media. If you're listening on podcast, then I encourage you to go to Crossing Point Global Community Intercessory Prayer Group. Just key all that into your uh, Facebook search and it will come up, Crossing Point Global Community. And uh, you have to uh, request to join and we will be happy to join you to the group where we pray together. And this is for this is a place for those who are actively involved uh, in fellowship together with our times of devotion, times in the scripture. So if you want to come on there just to do advertisement and just to sell your own stuff and talk about the things that you're doing, then those posts are taken down. That's part of our policy. If you've got prayer requests and you want to be an encouragement and pray for the needs of others, that's that's who we want to come onto this platform, that it'll be a platform of a community that cares for the needs of others. What a blessing it is to serve the body of Messiah. What a blessing it is <coughs> to be a part of his kingdom. Okay, I want to thank you for watching. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.